Hey everybody, welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. So guys and girls, welcome back to the show. As always, this episode is sponsored by www.reviveyourself.co, my website where you can find so many articles about health and healing, as well as other links to different podcast episodes. The Chronic Fatigue Solution, the book I wrote a few years back, which gives you the three big secrets to health, and my newly released online course, the Total Health Revival Course which, if I don't say so myself, is unlike anything else on the market. Whereas other courses in health just concentrate on one aspect of healing, this course gives you everything you need to know to create a healthy body and mind because it looks at you holistically. We don't just go into nutrition, we go into the mental, the emotional, the biological, the spiritual and the environmental as well. We give you eight easy-to-follow step-by-step modules that cover everything you need to know to overcome a chronic health issue or advanced disease or reach your optimal health. And we also go into self-sabotage and breaking down any other mental or emotional barriers that are holding you back. It really is something that I'm so proud of bringing out because I know it's going to change people's lives for the better. And not only is it going to get people healthy, it's going to keep them healthy because everything we're teaching you in this course are things that that will stand the test of time and you can use for yourself, your friends, your family for years and years to come. So you can find that at www.reviveyourself.co and clicking on the course option. And also you have the option of working with me one-to-one with our coaching where not only are we going to get you healthy, but we're going to start building out your dream life and getting you to reach the full potential that you are here to create. Because remember, we're not just here to survive, we're here to thrive. And quality is higher. This is a uh, Riverside. Have you used it before? No. No, it's no. good. It it's good. It recalls. It might be a bit I might be a bit blurry for you here, but then when it gets downloaded, it looks really good and it's also it's done. Uh, like above each other it's like a it yeah. it looks really cool when it's um edited etc but my man it's been a while it's been a minute as they say in america <laughs> how you been yeah i've been all right i've been you know it's just busy everything's busy i mean we've got our fifth baby on the way uh so that's a that's a big deal for us um we've got court cases coming up we've got a, a, one in the supreme court that we're organizing to get ready for so there's lots happening over here, you know. We're, oh, we're building our own little communities as well, uh, which is which is very um, productive. It's it's a very positive thing that's happening. It's bringing people together. Yeah, lots of lots of things happening. No, it's awesome, mate. That's a community thing. I would love to know where that, where that's about. But first of all, massive congratulations, mate, on the uh, the fifth, uh, the fifth. That's that's awesome. And um, the the court case, I'd love to. Yeah, can you talk about those things or not? Yeah, yeah, I can talk about all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, because I remember last time you had like a uh, almost like an injunction on what you could say and what you couldn't say. Yeah, yeah, that we we removed that pretty quickly. We just had to yeah, go yeah. to court over that. Is it the same same case? No, this this is um, a case that goes back to um, the very first, the beginning of the very first lockdowns in Victoria, in Melbourne, which is which was the. Um, the beginning of the uh the lockdowns worldwide i think we had the first one in in the world and yeah 2020. And I, was, 
and I was very prominently um, publicly promoting the idea of not um, abiding by those lockdowns. So I had my gym, and I'd say, I'd say to everyone on Facebook and Instagram, come to my gym, come down, I'm open. Uh, I've looked at the law, and they can't shut me down, and, um, and, I'm, and I'm just sort of paraphrasing. And, you know, the authorised health officer with all the police came down and we had um, a bit of an interaction and, and you know, we had a couple of videos out of those out of those two interactions and they became very, very viral. They had millions of views. And, you know, that's the sort of thing that messes up the government plan to control us because they use the narrative. They have a false narrative. The false narrative or the lie is what they build their power base from. So if you can break down their lie and show that it's not true, a lot of people become inspired and they go, yeah, what a load of crap. I'm not going to go along with that either. Um, and that's the one thing they don't want people to do, which is why we have all the censorship, because that, that affects their narrative, which is what their power is. Their ability to, to convince people of a lie is where they get their power from. Um, so anyway, this case went back, so this is years ago. This is 2020. Um, in, in April, and I went to court. I, I represented myself or presented myself for this one because uh, it's not a complicated case. And I cross-examined the, the so-called authorised officer. I'm going to call him the unauthorised officer. And, uh, yeah, and I said to him, are you, a, are you a, um, an authorised officer under Section 30 of the Act? And he said, yes, I am. So I said, oh, okay, that's interesting. Because, can you just give, give me one sec? My children are very loud in the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I just said, uh, are you, are you uh, authorised under section, are you an authorised officer under section 30? And he said, yes, yes I am. I said, okay. It's interesting because your ID was signed by the chief health officer, but it says in section 30 it has to be signed by the secretary. Why is that? And he said, oh, well, the, the secretary's delegated their authority over to the chief health officer. And I went, oh, okay, that's interesting. That'll be under section, um, I think it was section 16, and then he agreed. And I went, um, okay. But it says that the, uh, the secretary, by instrument, which an instrument's like a, a notice, um, can, um, can delegate their authority. Is that what's happened? And the, the unauthorized officer said, yes. And I went, okay, where's the instrument? So the, uh, the the unauthorized officer said, oh, we're going to have to find that. And I said, no need. I have two USB sticks here, each containing all 155 instruments under the Public Health and Wellbeing Act, and there fails to be one enabling you to exist under the Act. So then the magistrate got in, into the uh, conversation, and he's asking, is this correct? Is this true? And and he um, he gave the, the unauthorized, I call him the unauthorized officer, he's meant to be an authorized officer, the uh, magistrate gave him an opportunity to provide this instrument, this this notice, and he uh, gave him till the 9th of December. So we were in court on the 3rd of October, and he, was, he gave he, he adjourned the case off until the 9th of December to come back and provide this instrument or this notice in the Government Gazette, which which you know shows that the delegation of their authority from the secretary over to the to the um, chief health officer. Now, this stuff sounds really boring, um, but it, it, it can be fun. So anyway, I turn up on the 9th um, to, the, you know, we the, the case is adjourned to the 9th. I turn up on the 9th, and the magistrate just says, I'm of the opinion that the 
the officer was authorized uh, and he just rules in his favor. I said, but hang on, he didn't provide the instrument. I raised, I've raised the, the, the matter. Okay, you've ordered him to come back and provide it and, and he hasn't provided it. And he just said, oh, well, I'm of the opinion that he was an authorized officer. So they just threw me under the bus in the magistrate's court. And so now I have to review it. I have to review it in the Supreme Court um, where I can basically show that the, the, the magistrate denied me procedural fairness because the procedure is if I raise an issue and I have evidence, they have an obligation to counter that or rebut the, the evidence, which he didn't do, even though he was ordered to do it by the um, magistrate. So it's just, and it's interesting because the court room for our magistrate's court has a has like a, a, a logo with a kangaroo in it. So it's literally a kangaroo court. So it's going to the Supreme Court, we go to an actual proper court where they will look at these details in fine detail. You know, they'll, they'll go through it like a yeah. fine tooth comb. And, and, um, and, and this is kind of a blessing because if, if he's found to be unauthorised, that means all of those authorised officers are unauthorised. That means the state is now going to be open to litigation from all of the business owners that were affected by those unauthorised officers and all of those fines are going to get thrown out and it will be a, it'll be a big deal. So it'll be a good win for the people. So that can't happen. Yeah, in the if, if, if the magistrates could give me, give me the result that I want, it's not a precedent set out the same way it is in the Supreme Court because um, I would have to then pub publicise the results of the case to as many people as like, and, and then that's the only way you get the case out there. But the Supreme Court, it, be, it becomes like, it becomes law, like everything is undone. All the damage that's been done is meant to be undone. Uh, people are notified, you know, things are changed in the parliament. So yeah, so that's that's one of them. That's one of the the um one of the cases I've got, and then obviously I've got a couple of other ones. One of them is uh, assault of police. Another one's assault of police. In both both cases, I was assaulted by the police, but then because oh, they assaulted yeah. me, yeah, they um yeah they those those videos me. just show everything everything that you went through, Nick. That was uh yeah. If anyone hasn't seen them, you can find them on. I mean, they just tried to um completely cut everything up and to make you look like you're the aggressor when it was just the other way around. It's actually, I mean, it's, this is the thing. I, I can't, I think it was audits Huxley as well. We talked about that. The final heinous act was basically telling you what you saw your eyes is, is in, isn't true, but like what, what you, what you said there about Supreme court, that is fantastic. Actually, that it's gone there. So that, that if that does, if you, if you, if you do win or when you win, hopefully, um that would change everything but it's crazy that they can literally just say well i don't i don't they can just go against whatever it's just almost like they don't really care even if you're right they're just yeah, like well the, the magistrate said said to me he goes um he goes uh well you can appeal the decision yep you're in your right to appeal the decision he was smiling at me and i know why they do it because they're Time and because, waste your time. It's more money. It's everything. Yeah, well, it doesn't really cost me any money because I, you know, when you represent yourself or present yourself, it doesn't cost you anything. But, but it's your time, right? So it's just stopping yeah. your earning as well. Yeah, but it gives you um, it gives, it's it's like sparring. You know, it makes you better at fighting. Mm. You got to look mm. at it in the positive. And 
he well he's done actually a, he's really i mean i've got an appeal in the in the county court but i'm i'm going to be um and i've still got that that because i because i lodged an appeal immediately um but i um i'm uh, doing the judicial review so i'll have all that paperwork put in very soon and it's a very clear cut case but i understand why they do this mm-hmm. because they 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 they're protecting you know the the other government officials um, from being open to litigation as well. They're protecting their power base. And the reason why it becomes actually, it actually becomes very winnable is because these these government officials create such complicated legislation and rules that they don't even understand it themselves. No, no, I can imagine. So so if I just need to if I look at if I just spend a lot of time looking at the legislation as it's written just looking for the problems in the legislation, you'll find that um, because it's all compartmentalised. So this government agency and this government agency, and they're all sort of working together, but they don't really understand the full picture. They're making mistakes all the time. You know, like like they required my consent according to the, you know, the the Public Health Act um, because I was private. I was, I was open to the private. I was open to the public once I took my sign down and, and got rid of my Facebook page. So, and I was, and I had a sign at the front. Well, they haven't even thought about that. You know, they, they, when I was going up against the, the prosecutor, he's, he's saying, well, section 190 of the act says that we can enter your property without warrant. And I said, yeah, but that's, but look at the rest of the section. It says, it says it's subject to reasonable grounds. You've got to have grounds. And the high court has said for you to have grounds, You've got to have um, you've got to have factual evidence. Did you have any factual evidence that I'm committing any kind of offence? And it's like, oh, and he puts his hand in his head. And he's he wasn't a very good prosecutor. And it's interesting because when I went back on the ninth, after it was adjourned, I went back to court. Usually, so I always have a prayer beforehand, and I usually get inspired with the words to say uh, when I need to say them. But I had nothing was coming into my mind, and I was looking at the prosecutor. And he was really, really confident. And we we just smashed him last time, you know, annihilated him in there. He he was completely out of his depth. And actually, a friend of mine said, um, he's a very good legal researcher. He said, he's the worst prosecutor I've ever come across. Um, police prosecutor. So he wasn't like a crown prosecutor. But anyway, he was so confident. And I just, and I had the thought, they've already decided. He already knows they've won. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He already knows. He's been told, yeah, look, you'll... You're, you're going to be all right. Don't worry about it. I'll look after you. So it is very corrupt. It is an evil system. This whole system is evil. It's it's not good. It, 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 I'm sure there was some good things in it um, historically, but uh, as time progresses, evil people find a way to corrupt everything that's good. And I think we're at the end now. Yeah, I don't even know if if you look at the history, has it ever been good, mate? Like when you look at... Some of the yeah. things, some of the, some of the, like, it's like when you look at these documentaries that go into, go into the, any of these companies, for example, DuPont or Monsanto or companies that have like, yeah, produced Teflon. Or if you look at, I mean, the trials of like the Chicago seven, or there's so many that you can point where they've just literally, they've decided what's happening beforehand. It's, it's super corrupt. This is why, like, if something's happened and they want to put you in prison, just be like, just leave the country. Just like, I'm not going to go to prison. For what? For, 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 for like, for what you say is wrong, which is not wrong, um, you know, and also or for things that 
I haven't done that you said I've done or that you've just basically made up and it's systems corrupt. What am I going to, what? It's why people leave. It's like, why would you, like, it's just crazy that like, you can't even, when the system is rigged, you know, I mean, there's been um, quite a high profile person uh, that's gone on the internet right now, has been put, put in prison for, uh, in Romania, for offences that apparently he's been, yeah, I don't know if you know who Andrew Tate is at all. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at the history of, of what what he's had accused against him bef before, the evidence they had, which was literally nothing, and these other things that have come up, and it's like the amount of people that have come out on on his side, and it's just like if they want to get, take you down, they will. Whether I mean, I don't know the, the full story, but, but but judging on past history of us, I've read about the, the, the cases that they try to to imprison him on. It's like laughable the evidence they had compared to the evidence that he had. And it was just that they still dragged him through the courts for four years, you know, awesome. and they, they do it to everyone, you know. Um, and so it's like, at what point, it's almost like for the, 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 system, the system has to be burned down to the ground. Um, and this is why they're quickly trying to, you know, to get to do what they're doing, especially with like the, the WEF and trying to tell people like they're going to own nothing and be happy and, uh, and everything like that. And this whole AI thing that's coming out now. Nick, I don't know if you've seen that. I mean, I mean that's the, is that the, um, remember we yeah, had a phone call a couple of, them. game changer for them, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I remember we had a phone call about, probably about a year ago, maybe you know, a year and a half ago, and you were talking about, you know, how false God or false saviour will come. Um, and I mean, I think AI, I think Rudolf Steiner talked about, talked about that as well. I mean, what's your thoughts on this AI? Oh, I don't know enough about it. All I know is AI, if there was true AI, it would be something, it has to be something, because there's no such thing, it's just algorithms, right? Someone programs the algorithm, it's limited by those algorithms. So this is something different. This is not what we're, what, what they're telling us is AI is not, it's not, it's something else. And we're not giving full disclosure on that. You I mean, you've got to look at why do they have... These these um these great big portal images of Shiva walking out of a out of like a portal in CERN. You know, why do they do these these Gotha tunnel ceremonies, you know, with Angela Merkel money and and they've um got all this crazy, crazy satanic stuff happening? Well, it's because there's something there. You know, this idea of and now we're gonna enter into the spirit we're going we're going from the legal discussion to like the to the more deeper discussion. But all of this knowledge you know, it comes from fallen angels. It really does. This is beyond, this is not, humans didn't come up with this this stuff. They weren't given this stuff. And if you look through history, every nation or society that ruled over the other ones or had their gods, right, which I would say are their fallen angels, um, elevated in their, in their um, you know, they'd have a temple devoted to that particular god. They would They would have that god's name throughout the whole of their, their society, they'll pray to that God, they'll talk about that God, and they, they, that's where they get their knowledge from. And that's in the, the book called the Book of Enoch. I don't know if you've heard of that, but yeah, yeah. it used to be in the Bible and they took it out. Uh, and it literally talks about 200 fallen angels coming down and giving knowledge to man, basically forbidden knowledge, which is actually what happened in the beginning with with, with um, Satan. He, he gives um, knowledge, he, he gets the... Adam and Eve to to um, partake of the forbidden fruit, which is the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. 
anyway, so these people given all this knowledge and uh, from these fallen angels, and it would it would, it would come by via a contract. So you've made agreements with these beings, and these beings, these fallen angels, go all right. Well, we will give you this power, and the power is knowledge, right? That's what all the Freemasons are into. That's why they wear those. They wear that that um, cloth over their their their, their loins. You know, it, it represents. When, when Adam was um, and, and Eve knew they were naked after they took the fruit, they immediately took fig leaves to, to cover their nakedness. That's like one of the first rituals they go through when they go through the mm. through masonry. So And that's what that represents. So they're coming into knowledge. But they, they keep the knowledge and we don't. We don't have it. Uh, and there's a, a really good book called Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. Um, and it was... Um, it has the Bilderberg, the first ever Bilderberg policy that was adopted by the Bilderberg Group in 1954. And it says in there that a nation or world of people who will not use their intelligence are no better than animals who do not have intelligence. Such people are beasts of burden and stakes on the table by choice and consent. I agree with that. I agree that if you choose not to use your intelligence, then you are like an animal. You have an obligation to use your intelligence. God gave it to you. Then it says, and this is in the energy section of the book, it says that um, the education given to the lower class must be of the poorer sort. And obviously the lower class is us. It's everybody that's not the super elite. Um, so the education given to the lower class must be of the poorer sort so that the mode of ignorance isolating the inferior class from the superior class is and remains incomprehensible to the inferior class. With such an initial handicap, even bright, lower-class individuals have little, if any, hope of extricating themselves from their assigned lot in life. This form of slavery is essential to maintain some form of peace and tranquility for the ruling upper class. This is exactly what, it's, what, it said, what they said in their first ever policy adopted. It also says um, the family unit of the lower class must be disintegrated by a process of increased preoccupation of the parents and the establishment of op the establishment of um, government-operated daycare centres for the occupationally orphaned children. So the destruction of the family unit, uh, um, the um, the education being just complete garbage, so that so that we're just ignorant because my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge or ignorance, which is a biblical verse. They're applying it in reverse. They're making us ignorant with their power, they're using the power to make sure we're ignorant so that we are destroyed and we destroy ourselves. Um, and then they claim jurisdiction or a right over us because we don't use our intelligence. And if we don't use our intelligence, we don't have we don't have any rights because we have an obligation to use our intelligence. Um, so this is, this is their, this, and this was um, adopted by the policy. So they, they were continuing the work they started in 1948 uh, at Harvard University. So this has been going on for a while, and this is the this is the one that we're in. So the, the stuff that we that we learn about everything. Nineteen forty eight, you said nineteen forty eight. Yeah, nineteen fifty four was when the, when they had that first ever Bilderberg meeting um, that we know of. But nineteen forty eight is when they um they started this. This is the work they started at Harvard University. Um, you said silent weapons, silent weapons for silent wars is the book. Oh, quiet wars, yeah. Quiet wars. The silent weapon. The silent weapon is it's basically economic weaponry where they can manipulate you know the, the economy in a way that controls people well yeah and they've been literally i mean they've been doing it how well they do that however long and they've this, this is what's happening right now people have no idea what's coming when it comes to that and everything else you know it's uh 
Yeah, it's interesting. You say quiet wars as well. Like now, they don't even have to have a World War One or World War Two. They they just they make everyone. You know, it's World War Three through the TV. People go and do whatever the man on TV tells them to do. Go and take this poison injection. Uh, go for it, and they can kill however many people they need to through said people's ignorance and just believing what the man on the TV says. People won't see their they went without seeing their families because a person on TV told them to. It's like crazy. It's amazing because we talked about the AI, right? So the, the, I think that where I was getting with that was these fallen angels, right, that gave us mm. knowledge. It, I mean, you look at the, the technology we have. This is not in the <coughs> mind the realm of man to create this. These systems of controlling other people, we it's not it's, it's beyond human, right? It's, it's beyond that. So Why would getting... you say that? Why would you say that? Because we're like we're at a deeper level. We're just pure love. We, well, no, no. <coughs> what I mean is, is the knowledge that's being employed. As in, it's, cunning, as in it's, so it's, it's, it's beyond, been downloaded. It's been downloaded from fallen angels. Yeah, it's coming from. It, it can't. It's beyond human. Like you look at the last sort of hundred, hundred and fifty years. You look at what's happened with it, with the technology and everything. It's just gone. It's incredibly exponentially fast. How how this um, knowledge has been it's been downloaded into the minds of, of men. But we're we're building on each other's knowledge so rapidly fast that the and this is this is a biblical principle that Satan would come back um, to take over with his with these angels, right? So we've got we've got eight, we've got this these these fallen angels coming down. Giving knowledge, and you see the symbols of the of this stuff in corporate logos. All I mean, look look at I think it was Paramount where you've got like the movie one where all the all the, you know you've got TriStar, right? With the stars, when you've got the stars that are that are pointing upside down. That represents fallen angel knowledge as well. When you see the stars um, coming up, so there's all these really interesting things that we see through logos through corporate media, and you go, well, why would they all be using? this kind of imagery unless there's something to it but it makes sense because it marries up perfectly with what's biblical and what's in that book of enoch and what actually makes sense when you look at when you look at information true information not the crap that we've we've been filled with from the universities and the schools which is just garbage right that mm. you know they, they tell us things like you know we're 65 million year old dinosaur bones and we can dig them out of the ground and put them back together this is what i always use with when i talk to people um, with, with, when we talk about these kinds of issues, I, I use this as the red pill. I go, do you really think dinosaur bones are 65 million years old? And they go, what do you mean? Well, you tell me. Do you think you can dig a bone out of the ground? It's 65 million years later. <laughs> it will be a bone and put them back together. Yeah. It's not It's it's not in the th – and the fact that you believe that shows that you've been diminished and you're intelligent. We haven't thought about it. You were just told to believe this. There was no thinking. Now you think about it now – and then most people go, yeah, that does sound a bit far-fetched. I'm not saying there's no such thing of, of these creatures. There definitely was these big creatures, but they're not 65 million years old. The history's all been skewed, um, and, it, and it separates us from reality. But the other class, the ruling class, they get they get the, the true knowledge, but they keep it to themselves. They don't inspire other people with it. And where do they get this knowledge from? Where do they get this knowledge to literally con con uh, to manipulate people with all with with finance and money and you know what where do they get the the technology the technological advantage advantage over others where does this come from is it just some some bloke that's really clever that puts it together or okay are they getting information from somewhere else i don't know if you've um heard of the real society but that was a society that the um you know that's connected to adolf hitler and the and the um the ss and 
and they had these female mediums that would they would they would do these rituals and they would get information and they'd write it down and that's where they got all this technology. How do you spell that, Nick? Was it this? V R I L L. V R I L L. Vril Society. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is well. They've been using these sort of people. Keep that thought. But they've been using these sort of people, different, um, yeah, different or the leaders or whatever it is from however long. I mean, even like the, the Greeks would go and, and talk to the mystics and see what they thought, you know, I mean, it goes way back and, and now, you know, and, and people still do it now. They talk to their spirits, their guides or whatever it may be, downloading this information. It's been going on for a while. And then, yeah, the scientific materialistic world will tell you it's all nonsense. It can't be done or whatever. But, you know, they're, they're saying that they, they tell you things with illusion. They, they try to bring out all this evidence to make you think it, it's, it's not true so they can use it against you yourself. Same as ley lines. There's so many things that they do. Like all the banks are on ley lines. All the, well, all they, the royal family like dows their houses and they say oh, it's all nonsense, but they will do it. Yeah, they say to us it's nonsense, but they laugh. Yeah, yeah. They're laughing at it because yeah, yeah. they know it's true. They know it's real. They know that they've been given. You know, it's like um, it's like the watchers. It talks about the watchers in the Book of Daniel, right? The watchers and and these these beings. I mean, we know there were giants on the on the earth. We know that these things come from from you know, and we do we see movies where they talk about this stuff. They talk about you know these hybrids between they say aliens, right? But it's, it's not aliens like the way that we've told it. We're told about aliens. They're, they're literally like. There's fallen angels. These are these are people from the other realm coming down, and that's why every single culture has similar stories. Everyone, and except for our modern day Western lower class culture, which is pretty much everyone that's not in the super elite, they all believe just garbage about everything. That there's no. I mean, you don't learn that there's a spirit. You don't learn that there's a god. You don't learn about any of these internal things. Everything's secular, physical. That's all it is, and it's boring and it's empty. And it doesn't really stimulate the um, an intelligent mind at all. It's boring to that, an intelligent-minded person. That, that's that, that's how they get them, though, right? Because they create these demigods in like celebrities and celebrity culture and scientific materialism and material and anything. It's like the uh, the age of Aramon, I think it is in. Uh, in Persian culture, um, talks just like the, the materialist, everything's material. Mm -hmm. And and so people are worshipping the this, thinking that's what there is, that's what they want to do. They they try to keep everyone away from realising what they truly are, like their spirit, their soul, their self, not their ego, not their personality, not what they've been told to follow or their programme, because they know that once you start doing that, it's crazy, right? We're not a body with a spirit, we're a spirit with a body. And yeah. when you start having these conversations, people, you know, it goes over so many people's head because they just, they, not that, they just don't know because one, they haven't looked into it, but they just bamboozled with bullshit from the moment they, they, they're born. Well, you've got the external voices saying X and you've got the internal voice saying Y, but because you don't really put in much merit to the internal voice, you go with the external voice and that's how they've got people to go along with the madness. But if people were built on those principles that no, no, that internal voice is real, Okay, it's real. That's more real than the external one. That internal voice, you know, where the conscience is, that's more real. If that's where you feel love, all of these things. It's it's internally, it's not externally. But people have been disconnected from that. They've been severed from that. So we're, our head, our mind is a doorway to to the spiritual world and it's a gateway to the to the physical world, right? So it could be both. It's a neutral neutral place. But what's happened is they've 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 filled our minds with lies so they can they can sever our connection with God. 
so that only the external stuff comes in and then that's how they manipulate us because the thought precedes the action. So when they fill our minds with all the thoughts that they want, all of those seeds, they will grow what they want to grow. And that's why they want to get to your children. That's why they want your children. That's why they, they're, they're trying to hit you at every angle as well, from the food, from the, to the water, to what's on the TV, to the EMFs and everything. And yet the children, that's why they're putting all these laws in place. It's like laws, yeah, quote unquote. Um, it's just, it's, uh, what is, what's been happening in Australia like that? They've been, putting, they've been trying to put more um, fear into the, uh, the public domain or have they stepped a bit back from that? No, now, now they're, so there was a shooting in um, a place called Bim, I think it's Bim Billa. It's out, it's in, um, it's up, it's up north. And there was some police that were shot and there was this whole, this whole, it was just, it was one of those, it looks like one of those false flag events, which means mm -hmm. that the narrative is not true as to what really happened. Mm -hmm. And the, the, so they, the police came to this, um, for a, apparently a welfare check, but then that changed later on in the media to being a, um, that, that there was a warrant out for one of these blokes, um, arrest arrest yeah. already changing and the police turn up and then these these people these three people shoot them and kill them and um there's a big shooting and anyway the the, the property the property has been bought by the um by the police union right so it's like well, hang on a minute why would you buy the property oh we want to we want to have make make it a um like a like a shrine to these to these to these officers that makes sense it's like they want to buy it so no one can go there um, for, and and search it out for evidence. But what's come out of this shooting is that all the every single mainstream media report has mentioned that they these these um the train family were um, who shot these police were um, conspiracy theorists in the conspiracy mm. community, anti-vaxxers, and the other one mm. is sovereign citizens. Right, right, so they use yeah. this term of sovereign citizen. I've heard police have said it to me. Right, it must mean some sort of derogatory. Oh yeah, uh, that's what they. That's what my my friend who's an American uh, police officer says that. Like, he's, and he's like, he's such a good guy, and he's got the biggest heart. And when you talk about this stuff to him, he's like, it's so weird because he. he when I spoke to him about, I spoke to him about your case, and he couldn't fucking believe it. He was like, "What the fuck?" He's like. This is crazy," he said. In a certain section he was in, in in California, he's like, they wouldn't even like do any of that stuff to people. He's like, "What the fuck is going?" On? They wouldn't even go and take calls because they thought it was all bullshit. And I was like, "It's so funny how certain parts and there's other parts of the UK and other parts of America and other parts of Australia where the police were doing this." And he was like, "He was like, it's crazy to me because none of my my lot would do it." And I was like, uh, "And I said maybe because of where you are in this sort of town, maybe because you're in like a smaller, sleepy, sleepier town." and and um whereas like one of the major cities but it's like uh yeah it was he, he couldn't believe it um when i told him about your story yeah well i mean what happened to me was the port squad the the on the critical incident response you know they're like they're not very bright they're like just thick they're, they they're basically like just they're thugs they just do chin-ups all day and 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 you know train all day to hurt people that's that's what they that's what they're about. They're not like say the police fraud squad, which are intelligent. They know how to to have a look at the subtle nuances between you know different paperwork, and they have an eye for detail. They're not like that. They're just thugs. Um, and you know, not every police officer is the same, right? So you've got these different mm. these different groups of police, 
different units and they're completely different people this 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 sovereign citizen thing remember i remember talking to him about it and saying about how people don't need a license and certain things it's, it's like when you're driving you're traveling unless you're using it for commerce or whatever and then all these other things he's like yeah it's a sovereign citizen and i was like oh so you come across this quite a lot he said yeah we come across them quite a lot but we just literally arrest them and take him in and then and then they just put through the system and i was like that's shocking he's like yeah i know but that's just what we got to do now they know well, they know they do know about it yeah yeah no i know but uh, yeah i mean when when the mainstream media are, are connecting these people that they're they're saying are terrorists right wing oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. and they're connecting it to this this sovereign citizen narrative anti-vaxxer narrative mm. Um, and um, conspiracy theorists. So if you're a conspiracy theorist, yeah. an anti-vaxxer, then you're a sovereign citizen and you're a, you're a threat to our democracy. That's what's been on, on the news in every single news report. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's what's happening over here at the moment. Right, yeah. okay. And are people buying into it or not? Because I feel like there's a lot of people now that have, uh, are seeing more, more people seeing through the bullshit or they're still still most people no it's the ones that will never see it because they don't yeah, want yeah. to see it. they're the ones that have been left over you know that like the, like the bible says you know two will be grinding at the hill one will be taken the other one left you know two will be in the field one will be taken one will be left it's this idea of you know that there's parables about this too that people that are left over it's it's god's like all right you want your lies there you go you can have it uh, and and that's it. And they can't. They will never be able to see now. From that point, like they just will not be able to see. There's no way to change their mind from the delusion that's in their mind because they create this delusion in their mind because they can't deal with the truth and they don't love it. You have to have a will to know the truth. Now, obviously, you have a will to know the truth. You like to study. You like to learn. You like to know what is and what's correct and what's true. But these other people don't. They just want everything to be the way they want it to be. So they'll they'll do the, all the mental backflips to change their perception so that they can see and perceive the world through a specific lens. Whereas you and I don't, we don't try to, we don't do that. We don't, we, we look, we look at the world objectively to see what it is so that we have the correct lens to look at the world. And that's the difference between probably, you know, 50, 50% of the people. It's know, just, yeah, I just don't understand. I mean, it's like to me, I just, I hate injustice. I just want the truth. It should, if we can be destroyed by the truth, it should be. And I think it just comes from deep inside me. Probably the same as you, Nick. It's just like, I don't like, yeah, I just want what's best for everyone, best for humanity. And it's crazy to me that these people don't understand, like just by being silent and just by doing that, they're actually enslaving themselves even more. It's just batshit crazy to me that these people can't see it. Or it's like when people are... It, any speech, you know, people can talk about hate speech or stuff. And I'm like, I don't care hate speech. Call me what you want, say what you want. It's, I think all speech should be free. Someone says something ridiculous or or, or, or hate-based, let them say it because then people just won't talk to them. You know, like yeah. the market dictates the, dictates what happens there. It's trying to mandate speech and all these things and people say, oh, yeah, you can't say that. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's a slippery slope to what we're seeing now. You know, like people even making comments about certain things on social media and they're getting letters through there from the police saying, Oh, you can't say this. And we, we want you in court. And it's like, Oh my God. Like, well, you think about it. You think about it. These people that, that want to take away your ability to speak, they know that they, they're, 
they're pushing a narrative that can't be defended with any with any objective facts, right? They can't defend their position. If you're saying that you know men and women should can, can be whatever gender, you can't defend that with any object objective reality that you can't. So you have to silence people's ability to speak about it. Otherwise, it dies. The narrative dies, and the false narrative is the power base for these these people that create these false narratives. So that's why they've got to they've got to remove speech because they they because what happens when you say something and you you present an idea? I mean, words just convey ideas; they're concepts. When you yep. share words in a specific way, it inspires people and puts a spirit in their mind of something that's true, and that affects their driving force. So what's happening is they don't want you to say certain words because they know it will affect certain people's a certain um, percentage of the population. And then they will be inspired and it will plant seeds in their mind. And those seeds will go to work and people start, do, uh, you know, conducting themselves in a different way. And the, the people that create the false narrative don't want that because they want people to be diminished. They want us to diminish in our capacity so that we can't, we can't get out of the slave system. So that's why they have to remove speech because speech is, if you look at it like, what's the beginning of the thing? What's the beginning of the slave system well it's the thoughts in people's minds that are false mm. that's the very beginning part that's what they had to do first um you know and it doesn't matter what time in history it was done one way or another you know whether it's ancient assyria who just said we're going to kill you and when they'll torture people in front of you and do the most depraved things well, what that does to people is it puts fear in their mind we can't win just do whatever they say right that's one form but that doesn't last long term long term you know they end up people end up revolting against them but it's the same thing. It's putting idea an idea in people's minds that you can't. Th this is what it is. This is the reality. Um, and by removing your everybody's ability to 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 um, challenge that their um the reality that they've tried to create or the narrative by removing that, saying it's hate speech and all the rest of it, and legislating against it. That way, they can much more easily and unrestrictedly get this message into people's minds and plant those seeds, so they can build the world they want the world to be they can build the world they want to build because they in order to build a secular world as opposed to a spiritual world where there's a spirit first which drives the body to create a secular world you have to fill people's minds with secular thinking and reasoning and once they've done that and they've they've severed the spiritual side of people then the um that's then those people will then go ahead and build the secular world but if they're spiritual beings that understand that they have a spirit and a purpose and a meaning and a, and that's why they're here to that's what they're here to do is is in is to follow their conscience and and uh, and do what's spiritually motivating them well they're not going to build a secular world that doesn't make any sense to them in their in their mind that makes no sense and the mind is what drives the, the body right so that's what they're doing if you look at the with a bit of perspective and and they're doing a, a brilliant job of it um, mm -hmm. and whenever they stuff up that's when we get an opportunity to um, potentially you know, um, plant some seeds into people's minds and and wake people up from this this let's say matrix system that they're in. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the best way. I mean, it's just like these companies as well that run and stop the information, or they just put like fact check or anything like that, or they stop any information coming out. Like they've done a very good job. Get everyone on these on these platforms, and then censor anyone that comes who says anything true. And they say how, mm. how you know something's true is when it gets it's gets checked but it's it's like these people are working i get it like the bigger picture the people at the top obviously i think they know the plan they're very evil but these people working for these companies like how can you even want 
to promote that stuff. It's crazy to me. Like they're so bought into it or they think they're doing the right thing. They've been completely brainwashed. And it's like, what isn't your soul speaking to you? Or like, isn't your, your gut, your intuition, your Jiminy Cricket telling you what the hell is you doing yep. with this? And uh, they've just been, yeah, they've obviously been programmed. But this is like, as you said, your purpose to be here, Nick, you know, we've all got, when you're looking at your purpose, you're here for a reason to learn um, what you need to learn, you know, to enjoy your human experience, but to learn what you need to learn. Um, and you come here for a reason. Like, t to me, though, what are the, what, what's the reason of these people to be here? Is it to basically force the good from us because about the dark, there is no light? I mean, no, we, we were given, we were given the, we were given the freedom to choose. God gives us that one. That's the one thing we're sovereign over is our ability to make our own choices. So God's not going to take that away from us. This is a battleground. You, you don't, so you don't think that they're like agent Smiths? No, they've, they've chosen who they serve. They, you, you serve good or evil. You can't be on the fence. You're on the fence. You're serving evil. So you're serving Satan. You're on the other side, and you're all about what what's conscionable and and you can make mistakes when you follow your, your conscience. Like you can be following your conscience and make wrong decisions, but the intention is correct, and it will mm. still work out in some way or another. Um, mm. there's, there's, it's basically we're divided as a spectrum, but you could there's a fine line in the middle between um, what's good and what's bad. There's people that are following their conscience, and there's people that are following the external voices of selfishness, and that's it. So. Uh, to follow your conscience is generally um, it can be very selfless. I have to do this for others. I have to do this for. I know it's wrong. What's happening? I'm looking at my children. I see that they're going to be hurt if if we continue this way. You know. Then there's other people that go. Well, if I if I do what they say, uh, maybe I can negotiate a deal with these psychopaths uh, to protect my family um, and and throw the rest of humanity under the bus. So there's people of both both. Um, schools of thought um, and depending on who and this is a test it really is a test who's going to choose what but the choice the freedom to choose isn't going to be taken away from from God God's going to um, from, by God God's going to allow us to to use that gift because then he wouldn't it wouldn't be a gift if you just take it away from us mm -hmm. um, and that's why the world is is the way it is because of that choice and then the more knowledge that we get from these fallen angels um, that ends up in society and in secret societies, um, the more corrupted um, those choices become from the corrupted mob and the more um, empowered corrupted people become because the corrupted people are the ones that seek after that sort of stuff. Decent, good, conscionable people don't seek after power the, the way that the, uh, the other ones, the other people do. Can we not, like, seek for the knowledge to defeat this? It's already there. It's already there. But it has to run its course. Which it is has to run its course. coming together. Where, exactly. You, you break down the narrative, the lies, and then you and, – and because what happens is the people that are that – are, that, it's not a 50-50. It's not like if 50% of the people go along with the, the crazy psychopaths that have all the guns and everything, and then there's 50% of, say, of us that, that are standing up for the truth. The people that are with the truth actually have a huge advantage. They're empowered people. Mm -hmm. They will they will not give up easily. Whereas the other ones, the other people like you, you, you imagine corrupt police that go around with guns enforcing all the madness. And I mean, think of it like, um, you know, World War Two, 
let's say an SS soldier, one that's that's just a nasty piece of work that that loves being cruel to people, loves having the power. Do you reckon that if if they were challenged, like really challenged, that they would they would be willing to die for what they claim to believe in? I don't think so. But someone like you and me, I, I'm, I know that, that there's a God. I know that I'm okay. Whatever happens to me, it's okay. Because I know if I die for something that's, that's good, and there's this really good biblical principle that says all things turn out for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Well, if I, if I end up doing something that causes me to die, but it's but the spirit behind the, the, you know my actions is love, it's goodness. It's compassion. That that's not a bad thing. I I know I'm going to be okay. But if you're if you're driven by selfishness, pride, arrogancy, and all these things, I don't think that those people are willing to go to that to those lengths of potentially dying for what they believe in, because they know that they know inherently and consciously, in some degree, and definitely subconsciously, that they're that they're evil. And it's not going to be good for them. Which means if you if you're evil, you're filled with fear, you're filled with doubt, you're filled with all those bad things. That's interesting. What well, that that was a really nice quote. That one, Nick. What, can you repeat that again. Uh, yeah, it's um all all things turn out for good to those mm-hmm. who love God and are called according to His purpose. And I'm pretty sure it's in Romans chapter eight. I can just have a look and see if it's. It's a nice, yeah. very like um. Yeah, as you said, like, as you know, you know you're here for a reason. You know that if you're doing good and whatever happens to you, you know, it's, you're going to be taken care of because you're doing God's work. You're, you're a light worker. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just the, the, the part of me that is always like, because of we've had such a, been brought up in such an easy society, easy life, so many comforts. You know, most people would rather just, as long as they had their crisps and their milkshake and, and sit and watch TV, they don't want to do anything else. Because we've had so much comfort given to us. It's crazy where you see, like, society going to the people that, like, the haves and have-nots, even in terms of, like, people that understand this, do the spiritual work, do the actual business work, and how they're going one way, and these other people becoming, like, human slugs. It's, like, it's, it's, it's crazy, but because we've had such an easy life, easy existence... And people read the history books and they think it's like some like pastime or it's make believe or like that could never happen to us. It's like, what are you talking about? They th- and it's like they they also people there they used to fight for their life or they they die for what they believed in. And people today, there's just so many people that you know, cowardice is the real pandemic. You know, <laughs> um, and yeah, just not standing up for what they believe in, and just That's, because they'd um... rather yeah. I was just going to say that's that's because fear has been sown in their mind, the spirit of fear, and the spirit of fear goes to war with your faith. Then that brings its friend doubt in, and doubt goes to war with your confidence. And these ideas go to war with the other ideas because the spirit is the idea; it's the it's the conscious thought. So that's what's happened. And that Bible verse was um, Romans eight twenty eight. Romans eight twenty eight. Eight twenty eight. Yeah, really good verse. So, now I have to go very soon because it's my son, my my. Okay. Um, Third son's birthday today, and they're about to okay, man. But um, but okay. yeah, is there anything else you want to chat about quickly before we go? No, mate. Any, anything else you want to tell us about what's going on, what you're what you're doing? Anything else you want people to know about? Yeah, look, I'm just I'm just doing the um, you know, I'm just doing the 
you know, the big court case. I've got a 15-day trial mid-year against the police. I've got 40, 43 police witnesses. And um, look, I'm still trying to raise funds for that one because the workload is beyond what I can do physically myself. Um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm just doing that. And, and I uh, plan to um, put some police in jail. And I believe that if we have the public um, behind us and people aware of, of what we're doing um, and supporting us, I think that we can do a good where job can, of it. Where can people um, help you with those with that the, with the funds, Nick? Where can people, if they want to donate, if they want to help you out, where can they go to? I've got a. I set up a webpage, fightcorruptpolice.com or www.fightcorruptpolice.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've got um I've got a Telegram channel that I've just I've set up called um. It's um, t.me forward slash fight corrupt police. Uh, and the idea and the emphasis is on corrupt police, not the good ones. I know some of the good ones. It's just the corrupt ones, which is actually a lot of them um, mm-hmm. because it's a corrupted system. But, yeah, look, any help would be would be great. I'm just trying to, to raise some funds. I've got – look, I'm getting a lot of help from, from lawyers that are helping me for nothing, but there's a workload that, you know, I need to pay them as well because it's – And what, it's just, what are you trying to raise? How much are you looking at, Nick? Oh look for this! Fifteen days in the in the um, in the county court with the jury trial is about four hundred hours of body camera footage to go through multiple times. Uh, there's probably about sixty um, statements. There's um, forty three um, use of force reports. There's a is a like over four hundred page brief of evidence. Then there's all the research going into it. Um, it's a, just a huge amount of money. You know, I probably need to raise probably another hundred grand to get the right eyes on on all of those p- particulars. Um, but we've done a lot of the work already. And um, I'm, look, I'm doing what I can, but I can't, I just can't do it all. I don't have it. It's, it's, there's, there's 24 hours in, in a day. I could work for maybe four of those 24 hours on it per day. Uh, it probably needs about, you know, 60 hours a day um, of work to, to do, to do everything properly. Um, and we've also requested okay. basically every other resource that we can from the police that we need to go through it as well so that we can find every single pr- thing that's problematic to their case against me so that we can just rip them to shreds. Okay, so people who are listening, go to those go to the uh, those links if you can, donate whatever you can. Um, I definitely will be to help out our, our man, Nick, because they're... Uh, He's a he's a real bastion for the truth, and he's someone that you know has really put his neck on the line for everyone. Because um, his videos did go viral, they inspired people around the world, and it's the least we can do is to, to help him out. Um, and I'll see anyone else can help you, mate, as well. But it's uh, yeah, well, definitely on my I'm with you all the way in spirit, mate. And um, with, uh, if you can do it, so yeah, I mean, I think you're an inspirational person, mate. Um, and um, yeah, just what you've done is pretty remarkable, you know, um, but you're, as you said, you're here for your purpose. You're a knight trying to show that light um, in the darkness. And, uh, you know, we're good to have you on our team because there's a lot of people out there that have been through what you went through, have easily thrown in the towel ages ago. But you know what you're fighting for is, is right and correct and you stand in truth. And, you know, it's, uh, yeah, remarkable, mate. It really is. Thanks so much for that. Thanks for, I really enjoy these chats with you. I, we always have mm. a, a really good chat. Um, we'll have to do it again soon. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to keep fighting, fighting the fight. This is what I'm here to do. If anyone wants to help, you know, I, I, I gladly appreciate it. And um, look, I, I hope we get a really good outcome in the end that, that really 
helps the people and inspires them that if they are diligent and if they do keep fighting and not quitting that they will they will get the result they want in the end if, it's, if it has a basis in truth and that's, that's the bible verse right there that he who endures to the end shall be saved um, and which is where we get the legal maxim he who leaves the battlefield first loses by default so i'm not going to leave the battlefield and i'm not going to lose by default so i'm not going to quit no, yes, that's not in you, my man. But yeah, cheers for coming on, Nick. We'll definitely have a, another conversation thanks, in a little bit more time. But um, awesome, mate. Thanks for doing this. Take care. God bless. Bye. So, guys and girls, we come to the end of another quality episode. And I just love getting this information out to you. Now, if you have been struggling with a health issue or you're just looking to get to the next stage of life and, and really reach your full potential, you can find all the information about how you can connect with me or the courses we offer at w.reviveyourself.co. There you'll find the Total Health Revival course, which is a real education in health and healing. It's not only going to teach you how to get better, but also how to stay better. There's another course like it on the market. It's eight modules that cover everything you need in holistic health from not just nutrition, but your mental and emotional health, your environmental health, biological, spiritual health, everything you need to not only create a healthy body, but to maintain that healthy body. And it's like another program on the market. You also got the chronic fatigue solution there, which was my book teaching you all about what the truth is behind three big secrets of health. So you can find that there. And I also link to many of the supplements that I recommend in the shop, different companies, all highly recommended by myself, companies I use. And keep your eyes out for Kaizen, which is coming very soon. That's going to be the best whey protein on the market that can be used for a whole plethora of reasons, whether it's athletic recovery, whether it's as a baby formula, whether it's to increase your energy or to detoxify the body. This is like nothing else on the planet, and I can't wait to get that out to you. That will be coming soon. But otherwise, that's it for today, people. Um, if I didn't mention it earlier, you can always email me at ryan at reviveyourself.co if you want to have a chat about any coaching opportunities or any of the programs that we've got. And, yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Lots of love. Take care.